0: Welcome to another episode of Geek Speak Sidekick, your number one companion to Australia's number one geek pop culture podcast and TV series. I'm your host, geek of all trades, Steve Muller. And I'm your sidekick, Brendan. Yes, yes, you are my sidekick. You're like uh, Bucky to my Captain America or Robin to my Batman. Harley Quinn to your Joker. Well, yeah, you do look pretty good in a pair of red hot pants, so I'll I'll give you that one. (laughs) I got the legs for it. (laughs) Um, now, it's the Echo Show holiday. It is. We're working. We are. Might I say, we aren't getting double pay and a half, because, no well, way. we don't get paid at all. Well,
1: not anymore. I did earlier. <laughs> I worked four hours and got paid for
0: eight, so. I cleaned the house. Okay. So, it, it, it's been a productive day. Yeah. Fair enough. But, um, boys are back. They are. The boys are back. They We've are. We've got two episodes good. out now. I, I was on the, the most recent one. Now, that was the one where you guys streamed it live to YouTube. We did. That was an experience. It was, an it was experience. Good fun. Why was it an experience? Um, Uncle Todd was a little bit drunk. <laughs> and A, and he was a, a little, little cut. A little bit drunk and very, very handsy. <laughs> oh, well, we know how Todd gets when he's yeah, three sheets to the wind. I think had, he was about five. of a scotch. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was
1: good fun. We had a good time. A um, couple of little technical glitches there early on, but we, we sorted well, that, that out. That's to be expected. We've never
0: tried that. We wanted to try no. something new. And, you know... Awesome. Streaming live to YouTube. People actually being able to I I saw um,
1: we had like seventeen comments in the I saw somebody
0: post it's like, Oh hey guys, you know, the sound's a little off, Wade's like fixed and it was done straight away and the guy's like, Oh thanks. So you know, having that audience participation. Yeah. I don't know if we could get that on sidekick. No, well, we had... Well, uh, we'll work towards it. We,
1: You know, it, it started off... Because there was a little bit of drinking that happened before the podcast. <laughs> there was a little bit of salty language early on. <laughs> and uh, I had a text from my... Keeping it fresh. I had a text from my father-in-law who was watching telling me to stop the fucking swearing. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that was good
0: fun. Uh, well, the it, 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 I'm, thing I'm loving is just having the boys back. Yeah. Being able to hear their voices again. Like, you know, they're in Toowoomba wearing Brisbane. so much oral pl- pleasure. Oh, or a pleasure all over the shop. <laughs> um, before we get into it, I have a question for you. Yes. What have you been reading? Because you are a sidekick. You are... You are I'm still officially... You are still officially the Batman Bond correspondent. Yes, but you're but, broadening my horizon. Exactly. So what have we read lately?
1: Okay, I have a stack of Batman comics oh, that I haven't man. touched. Oh, there we go. Uh, actually, that, that's... Oh, I did read the Batman Annual because I needed to read I'll, that. Because Todd, Todd spoke about that in the podcast and I had yet to read it I'll so I couldn't it. comment. Um, man, I'm up to the fifth trade of Fables. Oh, wow! Yeah, you're so powering through pretty much the whole. All I've did been you reading is Fables. of these off Grace again? Yes. Yes.
0: Thank you very much, Grace. I'm going to give you a hug next time I see you because the more we can educate this man, the better.
1: Yes. So pretty much all I've been reading is Fables.
0: All right. Well, I did just pick up all my comics out of storage the other day, so I have three massive 44. I think they're 44 liter tubs. Wow. Full of com- four maybe of trade paperbacks. Uh, yeah, we're gonna get you um, edumacated. <laughs> Excellent. No, I'm loving fables. Oh, it's it's the more it's just
1: fantastic. The more I get into it, I'm
0: really really digging. Yeah, it. Yeah. Well, I've still got more for to give you. Like if Grace runs out, I'll I'll step up. You'll fill the void. I'll fill the void
1: <laughs> and give me comics.
0: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I see what you did there. Yep. Moving straight into it little special on uh, ABC1 last night at yes, 10 o'clock. Yes, I Part one of a two-part series. I
1: posted about this on the Facebook page last week, telling everyone about it, and then I forgot about it. You're an it. idiot. <laughs> I know. I, I remembered about 10 minutes into it and was like, oh, shit, and quickly flicked over, and I caught the mm. last 20 minutes. Comic book heroes is what we're talking about.
0: Yes, the story of Sky Ogden and Wolfgang... Oh my God, Wolfgang! I'm Wolf. I'm so sorry. I'm forgetting your last name, dude. But um, the creators of Gestalt Comics. Yes. Uh, one of those tricky names that everyone's always trying to work out. Gestalt is basically the sum of all parts to make something better. Yes. For me, it's a Transformers reference. The okay. Gestalts are the combiners, like Bruticus and Devastator, where you know five or six robots combine into one bigger one. But in this, we're talking about Gestalt Comics. Now, these boys. Very good friends with Tom Taylor, who they appeared are. a lot in the episode last night. Who is uh, a good friend, good friend of, of Geekspeak, Geek uh, Writer of DC's Injustice. New writer for Earth 2. Wolfgang's surname is
1: Blis- B-Y-L-S-M-A.
0: I feel so bad, Todd's going to kill us. <laughs> but um, basically it's the story of how um, Gestalt Comics got going. Yeah, it was um, really interesting. It w- had them go over to Comic Con. Looks like it was from a few years ago because there was a plane with a banner behind it for Captain America: The First Avengers. Okay. Uh, first Avenger. So we're probably talking about two years ago. Yeah, at least uh, that it was recorded because Tom Taylor was mentioned only writing for um, Star Wars as well. Okay,
1: and there was I noticed there were some banners for the Deep. Yeah, that were, oh, a lot there of Deep well. stuff there. Yeah. Which
0: I keep me to pick up that book, and I cannot wait for that animated series. <clears throat> But yeah, basically follows these guys and the trials and tribulations they have of getting Aussie comics over to, um, especially Comic Con, because like with the comic market, you've got DC and Marvel share about seventy percent of the market, twenty mm. percent the like next guys down. So we're talking probably like Image, IDW, um, Dark Horse stuff yeah, like that. Dark Horse. And then down from that you got the indies, and down from that you got the indie indies, like the tiny people. <laughs> yeah. Um. Absolutely great show. I it was. It was a little cringe worthy at the end, just because I felt so bad for them. Oh, because the book didn't arrive. Yeah, that you know, time sensitive package that hasn't been marked time sensitive. They're at um, Comic Con trying to pump these new books. Yeah, and they don't have the books. To and pump. they don't have the books. And so there was a few um, expletives, <laughs> explet ones that we're not allowed to say on here. No. Um, used things in that the you promo can't for...
1: say in Canada.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> But um, so that was episode one last night. Part two is next week, twentieth yes. of August. Um, so be sure to catch that on ABC One. I will remember. One. And, and if, if I
1: forget, you will message me.
0: Interesting no doubt of that: a lot of the great comics in there, like Changing Ways, which I'm definitely picking up for Emily. She's mm-hmm. a massive fan of that artwork. I think it was Justin Randall's book. Yeah. Um, Flinch, the one that Sean Tan has worked on. Now, Sean Tan, he's a Academy Award winner. Yes. He, he's done a lot of uh, illustrated books. That book sold out on Gestalt Comics' website 10 minutes after the show pro- um, aired. That's good for them. Because they've done a little thing. I don't know if it'll still be running by the time you hear this, but if you use the word comic book heroes on their website as a discount code, you get 20% off their books. Ooh. But Flinch has already had to go to a second printing because, yeah, sold out within 10 minutes wow. of it airing. So... Well done, boys. I'm looking forward to seeing the second episode. Yes, I'm looking forward to watching all of the second episode. Yeah, and look, I'm just happy it's getting Australian comics out there. They, it is. They were showing an Australian, um, not an Australian, a Perth comic shop, and they had their local legends. Kind of, you know how um, Todd in Kaboom has the entire the Aussie, wall Aussie section, yeah. for the Aussie stuff. They had um, like a wireframe uh, shelf, like on the front bench, so where you're paying, you're like confronted with. Aussie the comics. Aussie comics. But or is it Kabumi so,
1: just confronted with Todd? Yeah.
0: <laughs> and his hands. Yeah. Scotch-fueled hands. <laughs> um, so, no, it was. it's good to see, you know, this word of Aussie comics. Like, a lot of people, like, even Kevin Smith was in it. Um, I love that oh, man so much. Who was the other... There was another big Aussie-American uh, name that they were both sitting here saying, like, you know, this is beautiful artwork. Like, Australian comics, the stuff that comes out is amazing, but... Yeah. It's just not getting the coverage. And so little, little battlers. Hopefully this, you know, gets the word out there a bit more. Speaking of Aussie Comics, yes. coming up in Brisbane, October 30 through September 1, three-day event mm-hmm. at The Edge. Uh, Zix, Zine and Indie Comics Symposium. Now, this is uh, um, crowdfunded, actually. Uh, they've got a possible campaign for this. It's basically all about Zines and Indie Comics. Yep. Now I, I was at the Edge the other day for uni. We had a bit of an excursion cool. for um to check out Did all the you behave resources yourself on the bus, Steve. Abs- well, it's across the road from uni, so we walked. So that out. was a short bus trip. <laughs> <laughs> a short bus. <laughs> um, oh, uh, but the Edge—it's this giant creative area that they've. They've made where... Where is it? uh, In the State Library.
1: Oh, okay. That's not funny.
0: And they've got like a big auditorium where like at the time people were doing some filming with green screen stuff. They've got computer labs. You can go in there. You can book out stuff, run workshops. And basically that's what... Zix is is they're going to be running seminars and workshops basically it's a gathering to meet other fans and creators from the local interstate scenes okay they're running seminars workshops where you can learn about the industry and you know the craft they're doing a marketplace where you can you know scratch your bargain hunting itch Ooh. And it's an exhibition space where you can see original art. Cool. So a lot of the Brisbane artists we know are heading along to this. Um yeah.
1: Hopefully we're going to pop along to it too.
0: Zach from Ashcan Comics, uh, Caitlin and Matt from Space Pirates. Some, I don't know about Paul Mason. I'm not sure. But yeah, like if you check check out their website, Even they've got a Paul few. Is there because he wasn't at Sydney? We didn't get to see. Yeah, him Sydney. that's right. He's he's due for a groping. He is. But um, Zix, uh, Zine and Indie Comics Symposium, check them out on Facebook. Also head along to Possible.com forward slash Zix, that's Z-I-C-S. Also their own website, www.zixaus.com, so Z-I-C-S-A-U-S. We're heading along. Yes. Um, Probably on the Sunday, I think, Friday night's the opening event. Uh, Saturday, Sunday. I, I've, I've got to get the finer details on what's happening Friday, but we're probably going to head along Saturday, uh, Sunday. Sorry, check out some of these seminars, workshops, yeah. catch up with everyone. A lot of good friends at Geek Speak down there. You know, we want to get this word out of great Aussie, Aussie comics, comics and zines and stuff. So, August thirty through September one at the Edge. That's at the uh, Queensland State Library in Brisbane. So, if you're in the area.
1: Head oh, along. Can I, can I build... If
0: you're not in the area, get off your ass, come up and check it out.
1: Can I can I build a little place next to that and call it Bono? Oh okay. <laughs> sorry.
0: <laughs> Why don't <laughs> uh, Speaking of gatherings of gatherings. fans and creators gatherings,
1: gatherings in Brisbane.
0: Um Oz Comic Con has started announcing now this is guests. incredible.
1: It's the, they've still got another thirteen months. So this and the the They're number the number of guests that they've announced for Brisbane next year already. God, what's going to happen in the next 13 months? How many people are we going to get?
0: Well, I know Will Shatner's already been announced. Now, he's already, because he was at Melbourne. He was. So, obviously, yeah, that was, he was like their headline. Yeah. So, he's coming back, obviously, doing the Brisbane, because whoever we get in Brisbane, it's the whole, it's like Supernova, Brisbane, Sydney. Yes. So, they'll head along to Sydney as well, most likely. So, Will Shatner. And Shatner's doing his
1: um, Shatner experience things, too, like at. um... I think it's like a, a
0: sit-down. Like and... little side shows? Yeah, or... well, when I say little I'll side shows, are like $280 a ticket. Oh, my God. <laughs> that, that's that's a little ridiculous. But then again, that's still cheaper than trying to get a arm um, table at a political party dinner. But yeah, we're not all all into that. that. <laughs> hey, you're a punny bastard, <laughs> yes, aren't <I> <laughs> you? Uh, who else is heading along? David Nickel. He yes. was um Stargate, Stargate Atlantis. Atlantis?
1: Jason Momoa.
0: Oh! So, I mean, a lot of people are excited about that. Conan the Barbarian. um, in Game of Thrones Game as well. Game of Thrones as Carl Drogo. Uh, he was also in... Was it Stargate Atlantis? I know,
1: yes, he was in one of the Star... Yeah, it was Stargate Atlantis. It was
0: Atlantis? One,
1: yeah. yeah. Um, so he's had a lot...
0: Was it Atlantis?
1: I'm pretty sure it was. It was the one with the rates. I'm just judging by the DVD cases that yeah. I deal with at work every day, and I'm sure it was Atlantis. I'll actually...
0: I'm- Hoping then that the guy who was at Gold Coast Supernova that was um, cosplaying as yes. Carl Drogo is there because he looked the part. He did. But I want to ha- put him next to Jason Momoa and compare them. <laughs> so, Jason Momoa, um, Gigi Edgeley, Australian actress. She's, she was in Farscape, Farscape many, many years yep. ago. Christopher Judge, another. St- a lot of Stargate alums I just here.
1: Oh Oz Comic Con or a Stargate convention, Yeah, I'm not sure.
0: <laughs> um, he was Tilk. Teal- <laughs> in Stargate SG1, uh, he was in um, Dark Knight Rises. He was, I was about to say he that. He was one of um, uh, Bane's sort Bane's of guards. guards. He's the one, right? he's yeah. one who
1: pushes Joseph Gordon Levitt down the sort of hill towards yeah, the end of the movie. towards there. the end of the film. Yeah.
0: Now, one I'm actually, one other one, that, sorry, that's been announced, but for Perth and Adelaide, so I'm a little disappointed, <laughs> is uh, Robert Mus- Maschio? Ma- Maschio. I'm not sure his name, but for those Look, of you who know who are Scrubs fans, yeah, he was the Todd. The Todd. Todd. <laughs> that top so five <laughs> um, I would love to go and see him yeah. and just wear a pair of budgie smugglers actually my mate Tim who's actually studying med at the moment would love to go and meet him pull out the banana hammock actually he's doing Perth isn't he yeah he's doing Perth and Adelaide he probably can go because hey! he's over in Perth so yeah like a lot of guests getting announced so... yeah and I
1: said it's 13 months away
0: so, um, it, but, you know, as we said, there's a fair few Stargate alums there. So you probably get one, you get the whole crew. Mm. But um, no, what, no what the next I'm, I'm going to be interested to see how, yeah, the next year goes with them announced. Because even Brisbane, like for Supernova, there was stuff, or Sydney, there was stuff that was still getting announced a week before. Yeah. Like, I remember when we went to Sydney, I was actually surprised by there didn't seem to be that many announced. No. At the time, in the lead up.
1: No, I mean, I know they... I think it was just a timing thing. They were lucky they got Zack Snyder. Yeah. Which, you know, wasn't announced till the day before. And, and look but... at
0: George Double R. R Martin for yeah. Brisbane. He, we actually found that out well before... I think not had Nova a month before announced Supernova it. announced Because he had it on his own website. Yeah. He had it in, in his appearance... Because he's got his appearances later oh, for I mean, the next goes, two years. Yeah, it's way, way in advance. And then they only announced it at Supernova because someone else... Because he's doing a side thing... At the I opera think, house. Oh, at the opera house, they announced it. Yes. And so then Supernova have had to go. Shit. Yeah. We'd better get this out. So, I'm looking forward to see how Oz Comic Con rolls out. We've um, from what we heard with Melbourne, they definitely pulled their finger out of their buttholes from last year. Mm. You know, by changing venue and stuff. They're at the Convention Centre.
1: I do you know what I'm hoping for out of Oz Comic Con in Brisbane? Cuddles. No. I can give you that now. Well, okay. After. I'm hoping that uh, James Tobin comes and does the work oh, so we can finally yes. b- so we can finally bail him up
0: uh he he's officially on my list the list
1: Sunrise was actually in Brisbane this morning broadcasting, but he wasn't there oh, if
0: he was, I would have expected a phone call from you immediately saying, "Get down here because <laughs> first I want to ask him why he perpetuates these negative stereotypes of geeks, despite yep. hosting being the new host for Beauty, uh, Beauty Maybe and Maybe that's geek. why, because that show <laughs> perpetuates
1: the stereotypes. And anyway. second,
0: I want to junk punch him. Yes, just because he's an idiot,
1: right in the vagina.
0: So Tobin, you're on the list, mate. <laughs> um, last bit of well, actually, that's it for all the comic stuff. Um, now we did warn you last issue. Yes. I hadn't seen it at the time. You had. You went in a little bit of detail, but I said wait until I've seen it the wolverine snickety snick 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 motherfucker which he actually drops the f
1: bomb in a in a wall for a pg13 movie in a oh he did
0: it in um first class as well yeah that's two
1: movies in a fuck row off. where he's told people to go fuck themselves no go fuck yourself yeah, yeah, that's, that's right yeah two movies in a row where he's told people to go fuck so, themselves so
0: uh geek speaks sidekick review of the wolverine now yes. you saw this and before i saw it you're like i was giving you a bit of shit because you like it wasn't amazing and I was giving you crap that it because it didn't have Batman in it and now, now that you've seen it now that I've seen it can
1: I just say if <laughs> if, if Superman was you know if, if his movie was the man of steel for me and from what you've told me you as well Wolverine was the meh
0: of steel yeah <laughs> I, I like that. We're using that. That's going in the in the description actually, of this issue. I actually I actually
1: stole that from.
0: Uh... Oh, <laughs> copyright! <laughs> we apologise to anyone we have stolen that from. That Brendan from, will uh, be that was punished. that was from
1: from Ralph Garman when he was on uh... Fat Man or Batman talking about it. That's all right.
0: All right. Well, hey, you know we're talking about other podcasts, so yeah. there you go, Ralph. <laughs> um, no, I was actually. Look, this, this is a testament to what I thought of it. I was happy that I didn't pay to see it. You got free tickets. I, I had free tickets through... Um, I saw another movie. It screwed up, so they gave us free tickets. We thought, we'll go see Wolverine. Yeah. I actually left there thinking if I'd paid for that, I would have been disappointed. What? I would have walked out going... I should have just waited for DVD.
1: Look, I need to stress that I didn't hate the film. This is, is spoil. I'm going to tell yeah, you now, this is spoiler-ridden.
0: I have put it in the description for this issue, so you have been warned. That's why we have left it to the end as well. So we're going into a lot of detail with this. Yeah.
1: It... I didn't dislike the film. Let me just get that out there to be Oh, yeah, it. I didn't, but at the I same didn't dislike time, it. it. I mean, it was much better than X-Men Origins, Wolverine. No,
0: see, I'm of the opposite
1: side. Really? I prefer
0: Origins. Oh, wow. It to me, yeah. Look, it's a good film. I, I kind of feel like we're going back it's to the last film. issue where we were talking about everything's got to be held to this standard yeah. of comic book films. I'm not holding it to that standard. I'm just saying it was it was a it film. was a good film, <laughs> but it was a little boring. <laughs> it was a film. It reminded me, because this is the tale of him in Japan, and um, which
1: you've the, read the source material, haven't you? I
0: yeah, because it, it's See, his I past, haven't. whereas in this it's his future because well, it's it his goes present. has a well present. It's set after X Men Three because there's a lot of Jean Grey nonsense. Yes, I was Mind reminded you, why I, did, I, did, I don't like.
1: I did like it when Jean Grey was on screen. Oh I must admit. yeah, because she gonna... was always in lingerie.
0: Yep. I, I, I'm telling now. Jean needs her. to see this I, movie. I, on I was the big not looking screen. her in the eyes. <laughs> um, she had eyes. <laughs> I just I was reminded why I always found the Japanese and Madripoor and all that. Uh, portion of Wolverine's story boring. Yeah. It never interested me. And it's kind of it's it's come over into this film. Like they've changed it up a bit, but I was just a little bored with it. There was nothing. There was nothing standout. There was nothing amazing... I, actually, there was, but we're going to come back to that. Yeah, look... For the movie itself...
1: For a movie that didn't run as long as something like... Now, I'm not saying this because it's Superman, whatever, mm. you know, but for a movie that ran probably, what, 45 minutes shorter than Man of Steel, thereabouts, yeah. I was looking at my watch quite a lot oh, yeah. in I was just saying, going, Wolverine. is this going
0: to wrap up soon?
1: Yeah, and, and see... Now, the part of the reason why that was for me... Now, this, again, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers... The fact that... Now, I can't remember the characters' names here, but the old guy in Japan who, who owns the company...
0: Harada. Um, Kenichi Harada? Oh, I can't even remember. It's been a couple of weeks since I've seen I always forget Silver <coughs> Samurai's now, name. Now,
1: I just, from the trailers, got the impression that he was a Silver Samurai. Yeah. I just, I just had that impression. Yeah, you could tell. I had several people go, how did you know that? And I was like, I just,
0: you could I tell just from, guessed it. I knew from source material, like knowing the tale. Yeah. Well, even though the source <clears throat> up a bit, but you could see that in the preview. And the fact that
1: the whole purpose of Logan going to Japan was so this guy wanted to steal his powers... That was the whole crux Because he he was old
0: and dying. That was the whole reason. This was a guy that he saved during World War II. World War II, yeah. So, he's old. Oh, yeah. Because you've got to remember, this movie's not set in 2013. No. It's set in the not-too-distant future. That's how the original X-Men was set up. Yeah. Like, it's always been the not-too-distant future. That's true. And if you look at the um, uh, viral material they're doing for Trask Industries right now for Days of Future Past, it's Mm -hmm. giving a bit of a timeline. Yes. This is the... The future sort stuff. Future, so, yeah. this guy is old, and he doesn't want to die yet. Yeah,
1: so, I for me, I just knew going in, like, when he died in that first 20 minutes, whatever it was, mm. it's like, well, he's not dead. Like, he's he's the whole reason why Logan's gone to Japan. You're not going to kill him in the first reel. Like, I, I, I sort of spent the whole time just sort of looking at my watch going, well, when's he coming back? Yeah. I don't know if they were going for, like, a a Ducard is Raz to use a Batman Begins sort Yeah. of Reference there. I don't, I don't know if they were going for that or not, no, but if just, they did, it really didn't work. Well, I saw right with Emily. She
0: knew straight away. She's like, I just knew. You're not dead. Yeah, and so I just sort of waited the whole time for that to come back. One of my biggest disappointments with this film is this, even though it's Wolverine, you expect mutants. Yeah. There's like three mutants, and, and it's Wolverine, Yeah, Viper, Ugh. who I know you're not a fan of. Like, I, I don't know
1: if I said this on the last podcast or not, but Viper, for me, Honestly, she made Uma Thurman's poison ivy look like fucking Shakespeare.
0: Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, That's... she was horrible. That's a little mental. Yeah, I know. Not, I know. It was one of her. Expect.
1: It was one of her first big movie roles, to be fair. And she was dubbed. Um, her voice was dubbed um, in the film. Whose was? Uh, Viper. Her, her voice was dubbed. Her voice was dubbed. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. But I don't know. It just she's um, Russian, or not she Svetlana and then the rest of the uh, alphabet is her surname. The rest, yeah, it
0: really is, isn't it? Um, yeah,
1: I don't know. There was just no real point to her. I think they just put her in there so they could have another mutant. There was yeah. really no point. And when she shed her skin and then was bald, but then kept her makeup, clothes and eyebrows on, kind of threw me as well. Um, And the fact that she even had to shed her skin was just pointless.
0: Yeah, I that made no sense. I I know it's the character, and I was just like, why did you even do that? It was there was no. She fell down. I I I don't know. Oh my
1: face! I for me the movie was like I said okay. Some of the action beats were cool. Mm. Um, the bullet train scene. I know a lot of people talking about was cool. I really thought the scene um where Wolverine was on the operating table trying to get the robot thing off his heart and the sword. That was great. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, there um, were good parts. The two Japanese girls in it I thought were great. The scene with the hunters at the start. Yeah. That, in the bar. That was brilliant. But then I just... The, the scene with all the archers on the roof. Just all the ninjas yeah. and everything. Like, I thought it was going to finally... We're finally going to see Wolverine cut sick against all the
0: ninjas. And this is, nothing like, happened. There is the whole tale where it's like, that's not the man I am anymore. But this is the end of the film. That man's coming out. And apparently there was scenes in the trailer... Of him like fighting those guys and it wasn't in the movie. Yeah, I just like I was saying, you know, you've got three, I think maybe three mutants. You had Wolverine, Viper, oh. Yukio, who her power was basically just knowing how someone's gonna die, and she got it wrong twice. Yeah, so <laughs> and the whole thing with Silver Samurai, they made a him shitty fortune teller. They've made him technological. He, it was an Super a- Shredder.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he was the Super Shredder.
0: You know, like, his sword heats... His adamantium sword heats up, can cut through anything. Yep. In the comics, Silver Samurai, he has his own mutant power. He um exudes a... um, a, It's a type of energy field that he can harness through... Like, he can focus through anything, but he prefers to focus it through his, his sword. His sword. Yes. Just a standard sword. Yep. It just means it can cut through anything. So you've got, you know, a, an X-Men movie, pretty much... It's the Wolverine. It's, and you had three fucking mutants. That but, that left me disappointed. That said, though... Oh, sorry. No, there's actually uh, five mutants. That's but true. we'll get back to that.
1: That said, I have to be honest, I probably... This is probably the X-Men movie I've enjoyed the most since X-Men 2. Really? Yeah. You I, didn't like First Class. It was alright. That is a new... Get out. <laughs> Nobody loves you. I don't know. I, I just... Okay, my problem with the X-Men franchise, and this is something I wanted to talk about last issue, but we couldn't... Mm. I really feel that, and I've said this before, if Hugh Jackman didn't want to play Wolverine anymore, they would have rebooted this thing already. I think it's getting to the point where, particularly with the events of X-Men 3, how virtually everyone died, it was like a mutant fire sale, Mm. they kind of wrote themselves into a corner.
0: Ah, but Days of Future Past, which is a time travel story, has the potential to wreck on everything. Now, this is
1: what I want to say. Wolverine... I'm,
0: I'm honestly expecting... Days of Future Past will somehow bring Jean Grey back. Wolverine is
1: um oh, sure, what was I going to say? I've lost my train of thought. Anyway, um I just think oh, yeah, that's right. Wolverine hasn't performed that well at the global box office. He no. hasn't done very well at all. I really think if Days of Future Past doesn't work, as much as I love Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, mm-hmm. 20th Century Fox need to count their losses, wait a couple of years and reboot it or just give the rights back to Marvel. Well, that would be fantastic. That's the idea, but I don't but know if they will. No, I just think it's gotten to the point where you've got to remember, this franchise has been going on for 13 years now. That's great. Yeah. Good on them. And good on Hugh Jackman for being and for wanting to play this character. I mean, it's, is it seven times now that he's played?
0: Let's say X-Men 1, 2, 3, Wolverine Origins, The Wolverine. And if you count uh, his cameo in First Class. X-Men First Class and Days of Future Past.
1: I mean, that's, that's a lot films. of... I don't even know. That's Bond actor type, you know. Mm. I'm talking Connery and Moore, like the long-term yeah. Bond actors. I mean, good on him. I-, I love the man and what he's been to superhero cinema can never be undone. But I don't know. It's just I think it's starting to get to the point where I was not excited about the Wolverine. I am looking. I still think the most Wolverine that he's ever been, or my favorite Wolverine X-Men scene, X Men Two, X Men Two, when he cuts sick in the, the school, yep. love it.
0: Which I was hoping for <clears throat> in this one with the ninjas, and it never happened. Now,
1: tell the listeners about the mid credit sequence. Okay. Because that did leave me... I left the movie semi-excited. Okay. About Days of Future Past.
0: You know how you gave This Is The End, like, two and a half and for the film and four and a half? Four and a half for the finale. I'm the yep. same with this. I, yep. My official Geek Speak Sidekick rating for The Wolverine is two and a half. Okay, I'll go... T- that is low I'll for go me. two and a half. It's, I love my comic book films. <laughs> it was just... It was a film. Yes, it, it wasn't was not amazing. A it wasn't crap. The final scene. Now, mid-credits. Marvel Marvel Fox, you know they all do with these things. It's mid-credits. They don't do it at the very end of the credits anymore because they realize people were not sticking around. No. It is the longest and the best, best. post-credit scene I have ever seen. That's including the Marvel Studios yeah. films. I I'm think. not going to spoil that. You need to see that one for yourself. It yeah. is amazing. I just sat there just like Moist. Now I said <laughs> I loved X Men One and X Men Two, and this really
1: got me hoping that Days of Future Past could essentially be
0: what X Men Three should have been. Yeah, well, it's Singer. No, S- no, oh, actually, no, it's not. It's M- Matthew Vaughn. No, Brian Singer's directing it, is he? Yeah, I think Vaughn was doing it.
1: No, I don't know. Ma- Brian Singer's back. He's all Vaughan over
0: did, it. Oh, Vaughn did First Class.
1: Yeah. Look, uh... I think Brian Singer's turned into a bit of a douche the last ten years or so, eh. but hopefully. Because the this, best two X-Men films this, were his. Yeah.
0: So I'm that is the best post-credit scene I've ever seen. Yes. That I am giving 5 out of 5. Cool. I don't care what you say. Cool. That no, gets 5 out of 5. I'll back five. you up on that. That was good. It is the first post-credit scene. Like I love all of them, mm-hmm. but this one was just I couldn't move. Yeah. I, I had to have a cigarette after. I was like you were spent oh fuck me
1: now I know I know we're about to reach our time limit but just quickly I want to throw something in that I didn't tell you I wanted to talk well, about well what's
0: your wait what's your review Geek Speak rating for Two, and a half. Two and a half
1: right. for the film
0: five out of five I'll go for to the post credits get out of my house because you know I
1: don't give everything you're in my house shit <laughs> anyway just quickly because yep. um, I know we touched on it a couple of podcasts ago you touched on me too I did um, we were talking about casting for Superman Batman yes and something that's happened since then is, I don't I can't remember if we spoke about this or not. Warner Brothers have said they want an older Batman.
0: Yep. And we, we have spoken about that, or the boys spoke about it on Geek The League front Live. runner
1: is Josh Brolin.
0: Yes, they've spoken now,
1: about it. Now, I have since watched Gangster
0: Squad. hmm. Twice. To- yeah, I totally back it. I am Brolin all the way. Now, you know what the one I saw coming out the other day was? What's the that? The potential for Alex Luthor. What? Brian Cranston. Oh, Cranston, yeah. And I wouldn't I, be surprised if he Just before gets it. I came up here. I just watched the latest episode of Breaking Bad yep yeah I want him as Lex
1: yeah look honestly I know I said Carl Urban last time and that's why I wanted to just say it for our listeners Mm. I was saying Carl Urban he's never been in the mix Josh Brolin is in the mix if you believe or reports he's a front runner and I'm totally behind it if they want an older Batman and you're not convinced watch Gangster Squad
0: Uh, and if you don't want to be convinced watch Jonah Hex (laughs) 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 let's forget about that movie it's fucking yeah, let's just. Uh, <coughs> no, no Brolin
1: uh, he can do it. Fantastic. Can't wait if he gets it.
0: But look, Echo Show holiday. I am hot. Winter seems to have ended and I'm sweating my balls off in this house. So we're going to wrap it up. So, <laughs> like I said before, head along to um, possible.com forward slash zix to support a Six. great event coming up Zen and Indie Comics Symposium at the Edge in Brisbane. Uh, be sure to check out Comic Book Heroes episode, Part 2, Sorry, ABC1, on the 20th of August at 10pm.
1: Can I just quickly sizzle something for our next issue? Sizzle. I have seen, we spoke about it last issue, I have yep. now seen um, Justice League Flashpoint Paradox.
0: I am going we to watch going it. going to watch it before the next and issue. And we'll also talk got, about it. And we've also got hold of the Wonder Woman pilot. Ooh. All that, yeah, the one that was axed. The, the, one, the one David E. Kelly up. one with Adrian Pilecki. Yes. Yeah, should we give it a go? Yeah. Yeah, all right, there's a little I always reckon
1: we should watch that together before we broadcast, before we record the next podcast.
0: <laughs> and drink. <laughs> you, can, you can drink. <laughs> well, until then, uh, be sure to check out all the videos on youtube.com forward slash geekspeak Australia. Follow us on Twitter, at GeekSpeakAU. Find anything and everything else at Facebook.com forward slash GeekSpeakTV. We are in the studio yes, this week. Yes, on Saturday, I can't wait. Recording the whole crew. A, the entire crew recording a lot of videos for GeekSpeak Live. Yes. So, be sure to keep an eye on the YouTube channel. While you're there, hit subscribe. Seriously, don't just watch an episode, hit subscribe. Because then when a new one comes out and you want to see <laughs> My Precious Mug... It's just going to be there. You don't have to look for it. They give it to you. (laughs) So until next issue, I'm your host, the Geek of All Trades, Steve Muller. And despite what Steve says, I am still officially the Batman Bond correspondent, Mm, Brendan. No, you'll always be Harley Quinn to me, Red Short Shorts. (laughs) Oh,
1: Mr. Steve.
0: (laughs) Geek out.